0: Hi, my name is Allie Williams and I am obsessed with all things business, building a life you love, and living the leaps of faith. I'm a five-one fireball of spunk and fun. Four years ago, I left my old Kentucky home via a 72-hour crowdfunding campaign to join an entrepreneurial program in Silicon Valley. Little did I know after, I would actually be learning in the best classroom, the world. From fun to failure to deep faith-forming seasons, I explored, built businesses, loved life, met a boy on an Instagram dating show, and realized I was finally ready to bet on myself. Now, I'm coming to you from North Carolina to teach you what my years of chasing success taught me. Life is not about beating or becoming anyone else. It's not about your income, accomplishments, or wins. It's about your integrity. The things you want simply lead you to accumulating the courage and character you crave. The process allows you to be exactly who you've always wanted to be. Here, we're focused on one thing, helping you live your best life. Yep, I am indeed the hype girl you never knew you needed. So buckle up, because I believe you were created to change the world, but that requires you to believe it too. The question is, will you? Here, you're gonna discover how. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to life right up your alley. hello hello i am pumped for this episode because justin my fiance is here and we are coming fresh off of 50 for park which is a fundraiser that he created that benefits the parkinson's organization and we have a lot of really great stories and a lot of lessons that we want to just bring to you after a 50 mile walk this weekend and you can hear all of the details. Uh, it's gonna be amazing, so let's jump right in. Justin, I'm so glad you're here.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, uh, long time coming. Super excited to be here and uh, talk about 50 for Park.
0: I know, okay, so um, what inspired 50 for Park? What is, one, I, I think almost like will you describe it, and then two, like what inspired it?
1: Yes, yeah, so, uh, so 50 for Park is a uh, it's a physical challenge fundraiser, Fun time, all of the above wrapped in one. Uh, we walked 50 miles within a 24-hour span of time. Uh, it's really a you-versus-you challenge. So some people, you know, took minimal breaks. Some people broke it up in sections. But whatever, whatever it took to accomplish the 50 miles in 24 hours, that's the that's the challenge aspect of it. Um, the money itself we're raising goes to the Parkinson's Foundation. Uh, my dad was diagnosed about ten years ago with early onset Parkinson's. He did everything, you know, staying active is the number way to number one way to fend off the symptoms. So he was doing tai chi, golfing, boxing, walking, all of that. And so I wanted to find a way to uh, to join the fight, and so you know walking is something that i think a lot of us take for granted something that we just do on the daily Uh, people with parkinson's disease however uh, struggle with even the simple task of walking signing their names on documents things like that and so uh, it's taking something we do seemingly every day like walking and making it a physical challenge so uh 50 miles later here we are
0: no kidding and you guys it's it's hard Okay, so you'll you'll kind of hear about each one of our experiences, but it's one of the most liberating things that I've ever done. And so, um, like he was saying, it is a 50-mile challenge. So, we raise money throughout the year, and then um, we actually all get together. We start at 12 a.m., and we have 24 hours to make that distance, to make 50 miles. And the first time Justin told me that he was doing this, I was like, I feel like that's kind of dumb. Like walking 50 miles doesn't seem that hard. Little did I know it's truly one of the most challenging mental, emotional, and physical things that I've ever participated in. Um, and so more than anything, I think um, it's It's humbling and it, it shows like the power of of walking and more than that being committed to something and being committed to um, overcoming your fears because there are a lot of feelings there are a lot of fears there are a lot of doubts that come up during it so I want to talk about this year Justin and just like the experience over the last few days so on Friday you worked as usual and then we went and checked into an Airbnb and how many people came? What was the lead-up? What was you know the, the prep process for fifty for park this year?
1: Yes, yeah, so we had eight people join at the uh, at the midnight hour for the fifty miles. We had some other people jump in for a, a half marathon, a five k throughout, uh, you know, so we could get more participation. But it really started with the eight people getting there at uh, at Friday at midnight. So the prep leading up, you know, everyone was kind of on their own journey. Uh, Whether it was, you know, Nelson was walking six to 10, uh, you know, hours at a time to really ramp up for it. Uh, Some people were on treadmills. I myself was traveling a lot more this year and didn't get to fully train as much as I wanted to. I felt that on on race day. Uh, But, yeah, so everyone kind of came in Friday. Some people here in Wilmington met us at 1145. We had friends from Kentucky, from Raleigh drive in. Uh, Like Ali said, all got to the Airbnb at midnight. We all walked to the Loop. Uh the Riceville Beach loop here in town is a 2.5 mile uh loop around a nice park and area. So you do the loop 20 times. Doesn't sound uh doesn't sound too terrible until you're uh until you're on the loop itself. So started at midnight and uh yeah, we just uh you know just, just keep walking. Dory just keep swimming, we're just keep walking.
0: Guys, it was <laughs> it's so funny. 50 miles. I I couldn't think in miles. I had to only think in, like, loops uh, count. And during the first five miles, so one of my good friends that uh, lives here in Wilmington, North Carolina, where we live, uh, her name is Jenna. Jenna joined me for the first five laps, which is, how many miles is that? Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half miles. So it's almost a half marathon. And, you know, we're going through the wee hours of the night, I had like a reflective vest on and like a flashing light because I was like very serious about not getting lost (laughs) because I knew all of the guys were going to walk faster than me. Um, And it it was such an interesting journey from that first 12 miles. Once Jenna left, I did three on my own. And then my personal trainer and really good friend here, um, Catherine Binko, ended up coming to join and she walked. Um, the last three or last two with me before I hit 10 and when I came up on that 25 miles That's when it was a really big wall And what was really interesting was every single person I was walking. It was such a unique journey for each Um, some when it was night, it was a lot harder But then when the night, you know, the the sun came out, it was so much more productive for them Um, vice versa Um, and we all were coming up against different things. We had a few people who, um You know ended up uh having to opt out because of injuries um we had you know three people who ended up finishing the 50 um we had I ended up finishing out at 36.5 miles I had more blisters you guys I, I did about 30 miles with blisters and they it was disgusting they were like bleeding and popping and it was horrible it was one of the most painful things I've ever experienced um to just keep going on it but we had hamstring pulls, all kinds of stuff, really big cramps. But it was so cool to just see people keep going or listen to themselves and like be so committed to like coming back to the cause and also to like understanding what happened, how to get better, everything like that. It was so cool. It was one of the most like humbling experiences I've ever had.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was really awesome. The first year I did this, it was really just me. Uh, you know, I trained for it, walked the fifty. This year. It was, you know, still raising money, but it was about building a community to raise awareness. And so, like Ali said, you know, some people had blisters. We had a pulled hamstring. We had foot injuries. You know, the average pace was, was about 45 minutes in the beginning. It slows down a little bit. Per, so, lap. per lap. You know, so per 2.5 miles was 45 to 50. Um, you know, it slows down at some point. You know, Nelson, one of the guys who finished the 50, was... Crushing it, he did crush it, but the last lap, it takes a toll, you know, we finished around 7pm, the last lap took an hour and a half, so about double what it was taking, you're basically just crawling to get to the finish line um, but it was awesome, you know, again, it's it's we use the 50 miles as the tool uh, you know, we're walking the 50, raising the money, but again, the real challenge is how hard can you push yourself, prove something to yourself and so, you know, Allie walking 30 miles on busted up blisters, uh, Harrison walking an extra 25 miles on a pulled hamstring Mitch getting back out there for three or four laps on a messed up foot uh, We had great support You know, everyone was cheering everyone on uh, But at the end of the day, you know, there's really no one else can make you walk except you So it was really cool just seeing everyone uh, come together and, uh, and, and, and some savages and some warriors out there
0: Yeah, it's so true And, you know, I came to the realization at the I don't know, 6 p.m., that the rate that I was moving, because I was like limping at that point, guys, at the rate I was moving, I was not going to be able to make the 50. And it was so hard to realize that, but also know like I left it all in the field. You did. Yeah. And I think that is something that you can take no matter what you're involved in, whether you want to do 50 for a park in the future, which we can talk about at the end of this, um, or whatever is challenging you in today. Um, Just understanding that like if you leave it on the field, there's no room for shame There's no room for disappointment and there's so much room for curiosity To understand like how you can get better the next time and how you can continue to optimize and ask the right questions and you know give yourself what you need to get better and better and better and so I want to know you know, as the founder, Justin, what do you think went really great this year for the second year of 50 for Park?
1: Yeah, I think it was the community. Again, we didn't have that in year one. Uh, also, God bless Wrightsville Beach for being flat. We did Raleigh last year, and there is a there's a bunch of hills on the place we were doing it. So the loop was just the convenience, but again, more so is the community, not just the people walking, but the people who donated, uh, texted in, called in, showed support, came out and walked with us. Uh, Like I said, we had eight people doing the full 50 at midnight, but like Ali mentioned, we had a lot of people come out and and walk some laps too. And so it was really great, you know, being able to push each other. Um, Yeah, I I, I think that was probably uh, the biggest thing. And, and, you know, we'll grow on this and and continue pushing it forward.
0: What do you think was your biggest lesson? As one for yourself and two as a leader?
1: I think people, I mean... You know, you hear this in books and you hear this from friends, but watch it firsthand. People are capable of more than they think. You know, uh, I walked the 50 last year and it started with, you know, is it possible to walk the 50? That was the question I'm trying to answer last year. This year is, can I find eight people? Can I find 10 people? Whoever Can I find at least one person who's crazy enough to do it with me this year? And eight people coming out from, again, different states, different areas. And I mean, I will keep saying the same thing over and over, but it is literally people are i mean ali's feet are torn up harrison's hamstring is pulled you know we got people laying down stretching all of the above and so um you know you were capable of so much more than than we think it was cool too again is we're raising money for parkinson's and so on the walk we're talking you know i was like man i mean i genuinely had these conversations with with austin mm-hmm. uh with with people uh you know just saying like man this is rough but I at least get to walk where people with Parkinson's struggle to do just that I think the the added motivation of that kind of spurred us to the finish line, too
0: Yeah, I agree with that and I think for me my biggest lesson was I My whole life I used to be you know a really great athlete growing up and then once I got to college and you know started my career I got so serious about you know, just getting ahead in business and understanding what I was doing, et cetera, et cetera, that I let that part of me uh, not die, but take a back seat. And this was the first weekend, you guys, that I realized, like, I am, I'm excited to be excellent again. And it was, like, exciting to me to not hit my goal somehow, which is really weird because usually I'm a pretty sore loser. Um, but I was, like, pumped to be humbled if that makes sense and I'm really excited for this year to grow and learn and I saw that a lot in all of us whether you finish the 50 or not we all almost like unlocked this like desire to uh, be better you know, and and that was really cool because I think it's really easy to get complacent in your life, um, and I think being able to do this for people who live with Parkinson's um, and really have that motivation to walk for the cure has been. That extra that I needed, you know, I needed to be able to show up for other people in order to learn how to show up for myself in this arena again And now I want to take it to the next level for both So within that too, Justin, like what inspired you the most during the 50 mile walk this weekend?
1: You being on the ground popping a blister and watching it squirt everywhere (laughs) Uh you know, Austin struggling in the beginning because he wore CrossFit shoes that were not appropriate for walking, and yet he still finished the 50. Nelson literally crawling to the finish line. Um, I mean, I'll tell you, it literally, I mean, this is such a simple concept, like, and people, people ask, like, okay, so what are we doing? Where are we meeting? What circle are we walking? What snacks? What's, what's food? And it's, look, we get up at midnight, and we walk, and you, you just walk, and it's so simple, but the nuances of the challenges that come up, the planning you know you got to get your nutrition right are you planning to take a nap before you know what are you mapping out your breaks how hard can you push like we we you know people you, you know you think you find pain you think you found your your limit i mean you are just you're not even scratching you're barely sniffing it and so the people we had on the on the walk this this year uh really proved that like we're so much more capable uh, that what we limit ourselves to you know, a car has a governor to, to, to slow you down and keep you safe We took the governor off of our wheels and we were moving.
0: Yeah I completely agree. And I think um, For the blister story you guys I at mile what mile do you think that was 25? Uh... No, it was past 25. No, it was right at 25. I um, I was walking with one of my good friends and I just felt one of the blisters on my feet which I had a lot of them Um, open up and it it caused really like a really intense burning sensation and I knew there were so many more and I was limping so badly but I knew I still had 25 miles ahead of me and I just ripped my shoe off on the side of the road and it just so happened that all the other walkers were like coming up at the same time and there were some dentists so Raheem which is uh, one of Justin's really good friends and his his friends they're all dentists they came over and they were like advising me and I was able to you know empty my blisters and it was just one of the most disgusting things that I've ever seen in my life. Um, And it hurt really badly on the other side, but it allowed for it to go numb. Um, And you are not aware of what is capable. I'm telling you this graphic disgusting story because you have no idea what you can go through and then, oh my gosh, you can keep going. You know, I went for 11 more miles after that and I was okay. Um, And whatever you're going through, it's the same for you. It really is the same for you. So Justin, as we, you know, gear up, one thing that was amazing in being able to be involved in this for two years now as a spectator the first year and then as a participant this last year um, was, one, you proved it was possible. And then this year, you know, as we all were on the couch, lethargic, (laughs) kind of questioning our existence at the end of the walk, um we were excited for next year already mm. you know we were like pumped for what is coming um so what is your vision for 54 park 2023
1: 50 walkers 50 walkers doing 50 miles raising a lot of money spreading a lot of awareness um, you know again with parkinson's it doesn't just affect the patient it affects everyone the family the friends the loved ones the coworkers, everyone and so, again, just as we're trying to raise money, we're also trying to raise awareness, and that's just bringing more people in. Uh, again, you know, we talk about it. I mean, there's a million ways to spend this, but the simplicity of it is this is a physical challenge. Um, you know, we, <laughs> we jokingly talked about at the end, you know, we got all these blisters. We got we to gotta walk barefoot training next year so we can callous our feet. Um, you know, I think part of this is callousing your mind. And so when challenges and things come up, you can handle it. So um, I'm just excited next year, raise more money, uh, continue to